podcast i'm your host nikki t and we're here this week mr adam sanders how's it going dude good thanks so much for uh taking some time to hang with us today absolutely i hope you don't mind my my workout attire here we're not in jeans and uh t-shirt and boots but, yeah uh, but we're, we're getting ready to hit the gym after this pretty much i dress like that all the time so we're good hey I mean, it's, it's <laughs> corona you know it's the year of the corona so yes. i mean everybody's just in sweatpants and yep <laughs> you know workout attire you know so we have a buddy whose son refuses to put on non-soft pants He's like, soft pants, soft yeah. pants. He's like three. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he doesn't know he has to wear regular pants all the time sometimes. <laughs> that's, better than, that's better than wearing no pants. Yeah, that's At it. least he yeah. wears some pants. <laughs> well, man, like we said, it's, uh, it's the fun corona time, so we are safely distanced six feet apart here. And uh, thanks so much, like we said, for coming together. We're here at, uh, down on Music Row and uh, got some of your time. Talk about some of the stuff you got going on. Man. Have been releasing this year. It's, it's nuts, year. man. You know, it's um, so, you know, f- for a lot of people that don't know, you know, I started out as a songwriter. You mm-hmm. know, I moved to Nashville in 2009 and started writing songs for a living and was just very fortunate to uh, have a lot of songs recorded by other artists and was very fortunate to have a couple number ones. Yeah. Um, one was Ain't Worth the Whiskey for Cole Swindell yeah. and Hell of a Night for Dustin Lynch. And all that sort of spilled over into my career. And so I've been releasing music over the last few years and uh, just completely uh, independently and um man this last year or so it just feels like it's just went to a whole nother level yeah. you know and i think it's just been something that's just been brewing and the timing of it of just sort of building an organic following and so we just put out a single um back uh, a couple months ago called make them want to change that's yep. literally just on fire i looked the other day and well we're well over you know a million streams in like two months you know which is awesome and Fantastic, so yeah man things are rocking and rolling we're uh, we're getting ready to uh, to release a new song here um yeah. on labor day yeah, I'm really excited about. It's going to be the I'm coining it as the redneck sobriety test of songs. <laughs> it's a it's a tongue twister for sure, but um, but that man and uh, you know we're obviously not touring right now, but uh, yeah. but I do have something in the works that uh, uh, that is going to involve a little bit of an element of touring, but also uh, an album. Uh, so we're okay. gonna, we we may bring those two worlds to get uh, together here very soon. That's cool to hear. Yeah. Yeah, so like right before quarantine, you dropped one of our favorite songs of the year, which was uh, all, you and all your friends. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Rule the World. Man, yeah, what, man. what a cast of characters we yeah. had. <laughs> we joked, uh, you know, that's that song, honestly, it just it evolved since day one. We originally were just going to write it as a song, and this guy, you know, was going to fall in love with this girl if he had it, you know, in his world, you know, things were right, and... Then we were like, man, the verses just want it to be this anthem for just country boys and country girls all over, you know, the the world. And so then we uh, we had the idea of pitching it to um, Dustin Lynch, who's a good buddy of mine, and mm-hmm. and uh, we had this big dream of like, hey, you get Luke Bryan and you know Cole Swindell and Thomas Rhett and FGL, you know, all these boys <laughs> on it. And then it got to be well, you know, all those guys are on labels for one, so the logistics of it is just like immediate, like you know, just fine print out the yin yang you right. know, for, for ownership and <laughs> yeah. you know and so we were like all right 
that idea was cooler than probably what it actually would take to pull it off. Yeah. And so I started, th- I just couldn't get that collaboration thing out of my head. And uh, so I just, you know, I called the producer uh, and co-writer Zach Crowell one day and I said, man, what if what if I put this out as an independent thing and kind of call some, some guys and girls that I feel like is the next wave of country music that I can sort of give back to and use my platform to help their platform and we can all sort of cross-pollinate a little bit yeah. uh, with fan bases and... Uh, he said, "Hey, if you can pull it off, do it." You know, so we got we got uh, you know the cast together, which you guys are all familiar with, all oh, those yeah. guys and girls, a lot and, of our favorites, yeah, yeah. You know, and so uh, and then to have Tracy Lawrence and Aaron Tippin and Shannon Doa all in the video, which was yeah. you know nuts as it was, you know, to have them a part of it. So it was it was a it was probably the coolest and funnest uh, project that I've ever been a part of, and I had everyone that was in the song featured or um, you know singing on the song. They all were like, "Hey, this is the coolest thing we've ever done." So that's, I think that's, uh, we lose track of that sometimes of how fun music should be, and I'm glad that yeah. that was something that everybody loved. Yeah, and I think that's like one of the things, like you said, like being an independent artist that gives you the flexibility to do that. You know, exactly to get your crew of boys and girl. You know, yeah, <laughs> we sort of did it because no one said we couldn't do it. You yeah. know, and and I think if uh, if I would have been on a label, uh, you know, that would have never happened. Yeah. You know, I think it was a situation where when we were pitching it, guys were like, "Hey, you know, we could get." one or two people, you know, on it, that's doable, but to get seven, eight, nine, <laughs> like, I don't know how that's ever going to work, you know, sort of thing, so so we pulled it off, and man, we had a blast with it. Yeah, that was great, and yeah, like you said, make them want to change, I, I think, so Rule the World, like, I think, put you on the right track, and like, yeah. kick that off, and then when you put out the next song, man, it it really dropped the heat. Is that your biggest single, like fastest growing to date? Or? I think so, man. Uh, you know, I I have been putting out music since uh, about 2015 or so, mm-hmm. and and I've got a couple songs that have more streams. Obviously, my biggest song was a song called Thunder that has like I don't know 25 million or something yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, but that's because it had been released so far, you know, right. long ago. But I really do believe that in the first uh, two months, man, this thing is just pumping you know out streams left and right and so i'm very very happy with it and that was kind of my plan from the get-go of i felt like i was in a position um i'd kind of just looked at hey i'm gonna carve this path of just complete independent and i felt like i had built up enough to where i could now have budgets behind some of the things that i was doing before it was just release a song and put a hundred dollars behind it, you know, for album <laughs> yeah. artworks and just see what happens. And now we've got, you know, money for PR and promotion and videos and all this kind of stuff because it's sort of self-funded through my masters. And so I've knew that this year could be a big year for me being yeah. able to have, you know, sort of, uh, a little bit of, um, more sand in the sandbox, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. And so that was the plan, man. We want to put something up front that just sort of puts a spotlight on it. And then now we're sort we're starting to get into the meat of what I feel like is the, is what's going to separate me as an artist, um, over the next few months and uh, okay. making one change was was the one that we were like, hey, this is where, like, you take '90s country and today's country and just kind of do this with it. And yeah, it just kind of was the perfect marriage. Yeah, I think that's a a good thing. Like when I hear your songs, I'm like, you hear the '90s influence, but you hear like some modern production on it too, and like yeah. the new thing mixed with the '90s, which is super cool. Yeah, man, I'm I'm a huge fan of the '90s, but I you know I want to be relevant today, you mm-hmm. know, also, and I understand that. You know, there's a lot of people that listen to country music today that may not have, you know, listened to 90s country, you know. So I, I like to, you know, use those ingredients, but, you know, still, you know, try to be relevant. Yeah. So let's talk about songwriting through all the quarantine, man. How, have you been doing Zoom rights or have you been? Yeah, you know, uh, I would say 90% of my rights are Zoom rights now. Yeah. And, and at first it, it was just a little left-footed. It kind of felt like 
if you're playing baseball, they took second base out. And they yeah. said, all right, now play the game. You know, like – so I think it took Nashville a little bit of time to figure out how to act to effectively do it. Yeah. And once we figured it out, I feel like everyone found that it was as effective as in-person rights. I don't know if um, – I, I think that this is going to be something that is a um, – something of the future i really do regardless you know what happens with the corona stuff in the future the convenience of it is one thing you know you got to think if uh if a guy wants to you know write with you know cole swindell or whoever and and, you know this gives him the ability to not have to leave his house and go on the road with those guys yeah you know if he has a family you know he can stay back and, and write from from home and so i think it'll be a situation that if you if you really enjoy uh, and have a personal relationship with people, you'll still get together just because of how fun it is and you want to catch up anyways. Yeah. And you, you may go grab a beer afterwards, but the convenience of doing it from home is also a big thing. And I think that, you know, both are just as effective. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things where, just like anything, you don't know you can do it until you do it. Exactly. Right? And I think, the, you know, the music industry, it, I think we're we're learning so much now because of you take out touring, you take out in-person communication and and i feel like you know every day we're learning something new and it's and it's right we've never had to to think outside of the box this way yeah the other day uh a week or so ago i literally tested uh some new uh technology that is going to be for virtual shows that will allow um a thousand people on a screen and it's set up like a stadium so like if you if you can imagine being in in an arena and you have like your pit seats and you have your middle level and upper level all these camera angles are reflective of that to the show. And so you can basically throw a concert with that camera angle of the show and they'll be able to sell, you know, a thousand seats and then also sell a general admission where it's just, uh, I mean, it's limitless of who would be able to watch it from a particular camera angle. So this could be a way that if we're not actually playing shows, we could, you know, build festivals around this and people literally could, you know, do like a pay-per-view thing literally right from their home. It's crazy, yeah. It's it's interesting to see all of that stuff. So it's like when it first started, it was like, what do we do? All right, let's do some live streams. Like we don't know yeah. how to engage with our audience. And then people are putting together like virtual shows and things now, which is neat. Um, like I know like the Cadillac 3 is doing those at the basement. So they have like yeah. a place that's made for music and it has good sound and they've got good quality video stuff and helping do a charity. So it's neat to see people starting to think outside of the box in an industry where sometimes you're like, you're on the road so much, you know, oftentimes that you're, you're just like, all right, we got more dates. Let's go to those, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I think I, I've kind of said that uh, it's it feels like the wild, wild west right now. Yeah. And everyone has a gun. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I think, I, you know, I, I, it's awful for uh, people that, you know, their income came straight from touring. Yeah. Luckily for me, and, you know, I'm in a little different situation because I've got songwriting to fall back on, you know, yeah. for, for other people. Or, you know, I'm in a pos- position where I have, you know, a little more leverage and ownership of certain things. And, and I know some guys, I've had conversations with them where that was what they made their living off of was the road and touring. And, and they yeah. don't have that, you know. Some, you know so I, I feel for those guys. And, and I hope that we can get back to normal soon because I think we would all agree that, if we could go back to what we had, we would do that for sure. Right. It's just a matter of it, if and when. So. Right. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, like you're saying, you're learning new things. You're you're understanding different pieces of the business through this, or you're maybe just banking more songs than you ever have. You know. Yeah, you I think. Yeah, I think uh, if uh, the the smart ones will adapt 
yeah. to survive and not wait for it to go back to the way it was because then you're going to be so far behind the eight ball because I do think that this could be a learning curve for so many people that yeah. if you stay on top of it, um, you can come out of this strong, stronger moving forward because, I mean, let's face it, I mean, music's evolving every day right. and technology is changing every day, yep. you know, so it's like you might as well just get thrown in the water and, and try to swim, you know, right. and see what happens. And I think this is a point where you're seeing the people – where music was working the way it was. So now that there's like a little kink in that hose, they're they're leaning on new forms of technology and they're leaning on things that are a little bit different and abstract to try to figure out how they can get ahead of the game, right? Like, yeah. you know, so I think it's yeah, I think so. interesting time. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for playing the live stream for us over on our Facebook page. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah we had a blast with that. That was, yeah. a, I will tell you this. Yes. So, I love your hats that you guys have. Yeah. And I reached out to Sarah and I said, will you please send me one of these things? Well, I'll have the littlest adult head in the (laughs) history of heads. And, dude, I put this thing on as tight as it would go, and it literally looked like a 10-gallon cap. I was like, there's no way I can pull this off. So my only request would be of, hey. Some smaller hats. Yeah, hey, these Richardson's hats. The 112s. Yeah, dude. People love those. Those are the jams. We'll get you hooked up. Absolutely, I want. Yeah. I want to sport it for sure. Yeah, there's uh, some of them are big and some are small. That camouflage one that I, that I saw, I literally I saw it on Instagram and I was like, I have to have one of these yeah. like, sort of things. So it's uh, it's funny because like like you will either have people complain that they're too big or that they're not big enough. Yes, yeah, well that's it's yeah, one of those just, things. Yeah, it's funny. So we do know, some yeah. of each. Yeah. So we have some hats that are smaller. Well, let's, I'll let you I know. need a small one for yeah. sure. So. <laughs> but our, our buddy Derek is here with us today, and Derek has one of the smallest heads too. So I always like. I, yeah, I'll bring him, and I'm like, try this on. See yeah, how yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and he has one of our like original hats on right now. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. awesome. <laughs> that one fits. Yeah. <laughs> but man, yeah, and then let's talk about that new fun end of summer song you got coming oh, up man. too, man. Yeah. So I had this idea in my phone. I don't even know where I got it from. I literally just wrote down "drink, drank, drunk" mm-hmm. in my phone. And I probably threw this out in seven or eight different co-writes. Normally, when we've already went through, you know, several ideas and no one was biting on anything, and I kind of, you know, I was kind of throwing it out halfway as a joke of like, hey, we should make a funny song (laughs) called Drink, Drink, Drunk. And I actually had one or two people that said, oh, I actually already wrote that, but you should go write it. And I didn't know what it was, so, you know, we were clear there. And then a couple people just laughed and, you know, never said anything about it. And one morning, I don't know what it was, and this just happens with me in songwriting in general. You know, people ask, Adam, how do you write songs? I don't know. It's literally just a God-given talent. It just, boom, there it is. And it's it's up to me to try to capture it and record it and figure out, you know, uh, how to save it because I don't know where I'm going to get the ideas from. Yeah. I'm literally just walking around my house one morning, and I literally just started singing. I had a drink that I drank when I drank that drink that drink a drink made me drunk. And I was like, what was that? Where did that come from? There it is, old boy. Yeah. yeah. So then I, I just I just said that in my phone, and then uh, a couple weeks later, again, we're in a co-write uh, with uh, Jordan Rager, uh, Jacob Rice, who uh, is my producer, and um, uh, Tyler Chambers, and we had went through two or three ideas, you know, and nothing was really hitting on anything. And we kind of got an hour or two into it. And I just said, man, do y'all want to just completely change up the vibe and just do something fun? And I just kind of sang them that thing. And they were like, Jordan literally started, you know, singing the first verse of it. And we were like, 
45 minutes later we had it written yeah. and it was the coolest thing ever yeah and so now you know uh, it's it's so it's fun because um it has a train beat in it which yeah. is a very 90s thing yeah yeah it has that strong yeah 90s you know feel. and so i kept saying man whoever you know we have in in uh, country right now there's such a huge emphasis on 90s country and everybody right. wants to be 90s whether you put 90s in a song or you know it's the feel of it or whatever it may be and I got to thinking, okay, well, no one's, like, hit on the whole train beat thing yet. Like, if someone can make that modern and cool again, that's going to, like, explode. Yeah. So we decided to produce it around that, man, and I'm really fired up. And so we're now we're going to release it on Labor Day weekend, which is the perfect boat, you know, time. Yep. I'm going um, on the 31st, and uh, we're going to shoot a video for it. And uh, I have convinced my buddy Dustin Lynch to let us use his boat. Uh, he he just got a brand new boat sent to him. It's this massive like wake surf boat. We, yeah. We've literally been on the water so much, and I called him one day and I was like, "Hey, I need a favor. Can I borrow your boat for a video?" Like, <laughs> and he was like, "Well, heck yeah, let's do it, cuz." So, so we're gonna go surf all day and, and like have just this fun hang on the on the water and and social distance and make yeah. sure that you know we're yeah. we're all good. But man, we uh, I'm really excited about it. I think it's one that. I want people. I'm gonna, first. I'm going to challenge them to even sing it. Yes, sober. Yeah, yeah. for one. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to sing it live. And yeah. then it, I'll tell you what. It's like this. It's like it's like riding a bike. When you when you figure it out, I'm literally going to give a tutorial on how to do it because it's literally. You, so you know, like the whole shot thing, right? Like, yeah. So the down up, down up, you know, yep. sort of sort of thing. It's literally that. It's literally I had a drink that I drank. And when I drank that drink, that drink I drank made me drunk. <laughs> so once you get that burnt in, like in your brain, you'll never forget it. And so I think that um, I literally, I just, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And my goal is, I want you know these kids to walk into their grandma's house and say, "Grandma, sing this song." And she's sitting in a recliner. I had a drink, had a drink, had a drink, had a drink, had a drink. <laughs> yeah, like and can't get through it. You know, so I think uh, it be should a good be TikTok thing, right? There. Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You know, so I, I mean, I'm I'm really excited. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's literally just it's just a party anthem. Do you know how many times you say "drink, drank, or drunk" in that song? I have no idea. How we count. counted. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Oh God, man. It's it, we're we're between forty nine and fifty. Depending on what you say, the production. Okay, so it's pretty funny. We were, we were he we heard it for the first time, and Derek's like, "Do we got to count how many there are?" Nice, dude. I love it. It's, Thank you, man. It's, it's I, like I'm, I'm a classic up. '90s feel, and it's just a fun song, man. And I think we need that right now. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we've got so much um, seriousness and sadness. Yeah, you know, and like just like people are in ruts, and I'm like, man, yeah, it's coronavirus, but. Nobody said we couldn't drink during this whole thing, yeah. you know, and like just you know lighten the mood a little bit. And so again, I think uh, I think it's going to be one of those things where at first people are going to want to listen to it because they're going to be like, all right, I got to even figure out how to sing this. And once you figure it out, it's kind of like a nursery rhyme. It's kind of like Dr. Seuss, Sam, I am green eggs and ham. Once you figure that out, it's like it hooks you. So yeah. we'll see, but. I'm excited. We're excited for it to be out, man. Thank you so much, like I said, for taking the time and hanging with us. Absolutely, man. Thank you. And, uh, hey, have us back anytime. New hats. Yeah. Yeah. Small head hats. We got them. That's right. We're telling Jacob that right now. He'll be listening to this, editing it. Yeah. Love it. Well, guys, thank you so much for for hanging out with us here with uh, Mr. Adam Sanders. Tell them where they can follow you on Instagram if they don't already and Facebook and stuff. Man, yeah, just everywhere. Just uh, just type in Adam Sanders. You can find us uh, on any social media. Uh, Be sure to... Add us on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever you listen to uh, to music at. And uh, we're really making uh, – I'm really proud of this number. Uh, I'll say this before we leave. 
I am trying, um, I'm about 4 million streams total away from 100 million streams total. Yes. And I'm hoping to reach that by the end of the year. And so everybody go stream. Let's try to get this, uh, you know, independent with no art or no label, anything. 100 million streams is just crazy to think about. Yeah, the real hard work stuff, paying, paying dividends. Like I said, man, thank you so much for taking the time to do this and meeting us before you go get your lift on. And uh, Y'all look good for the video. Yeah. And this is, guys, make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. We're going to be having a lot more content now that the world's a little bit able to be six feet apart again <laughs> from the corona. And uh, we appreciate you guys for listening, getting to the end here. And this is Nikki T. And we'll see you in the front row. The good old days. You don't have to explain it. It's just the way you are. That country's in your blood now, ain't it? Like a tattoo on your heart. But there's a hell yeah inside of you. You let out on a Friday night. And some people might call it wrong, but right here, yeah, everything is just right. It's called raised rowdy.